Hello everyone, this is Miles from the D-Trout Spinners podcast. Just a little disclaimer before we start this week's episode. We experienced a few technical glitches, a few connection problems whilst recording this week's episode. So I hope what I've done, I've cleaned up the audio as best I can. So I hope what you get um, is passable in many ways, although the content of the show might not be. Do do enjoy nonetheless and uh, I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye bye. Old woman with a scolding. Okay, so three, two, one, go. Welcome in. Bonjour. Konnichiwa to all of our listeners. This is the D Trout Spinners. I'm your cheeky little devil, Miles Pennell. Behind me is Gary Fars. Oh, two. I, I, I smell rehearsal, Miles. Yeah, I, did, I, I think did you're rehearsing that. That was not bad, though. Uh, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, you know, just um, just chilling out. As I said to you, being chilling out, Max, relaxing. You weren't that interested, but, you know, that's what I'm doing. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm pretty busy at the moment, but it's sort of just just adapting to lockdown number two, isn't it? It's just, you can always it's not find time for this. You can always find time for this. What? Podcast. Oh, this, yeah. Well, no, I can't always because we all don't often do it. And actually, we we're going to record this last week, and <laughs> I won't, I won't say what happened. But basically, there was a meltdown involved, and it wasn't me. No, it's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm fine, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. I've done. I've changed my bed sheets. That's important. That's an important part of <laughs> my life routine. You no, know we're on air now. Yeah. Well, I know. No. And I'm going to buy a cushion or a pillow. What's the difference between a cushion and a pillow? That's one for you. It's for a sofa and a pillow is for a bed. Correct. Correct answer. <laughs> so I'm quite excited to go and sleep on that. Had a day off yesterday. I've just been cooking, you know, doing my Mensa work, which is important to me. And uh, Did you say Mensa? No, that was, um, isn't that from the office? No, but he, do, he doesn't say Mensa work. He says, oh, maybe he's, no, he says something else. Anyway, oh, I um, that's, that's, leave, that, leave that to the out of office podcast, guys. That's not <laughs> our bit. But what is our bit? What is what is our podcast? Our podcast is a retrospective love letter, we say. And I believe we're on about episode 34 now. And we're actually a um, significant episode, this one, because it's the last one that was presented, co-presented or produced by Claire Sturgis. Kyle is away on holiday. So uh, mixed feelings about the Claire episodes amongst the audience. Um, divisive. Divisive. But yeah, we, we I, I love Claire. You know, I, I love these episodes. As I said before, if these episodes were all with Claire, if, if the whole thing was with Claire, I would not have the effect. I would not have all of them on my iPod and I wouldn't have the affection for it. And most people wouldn't. But having a few dotted throughout with Claire, mm. actually, it's it's nice it's like a refresher it is yeah like having a refresher like when it starts to fizz <laughs> that, is such a, that is such a gary sweet as well like just sort of bit such bland a bit sort of dusty kind of no flavor do you know oh. how insulting that is <laughs> like, so, you, you just say it like off the top no like, actually we're kind of because we're like wine gum buddies aren't dusty. we dusty you are just sort of, I don't know, it's like a pear Black. drop. That's what I'd imagine you have of a, of a Sunday. No, but we're quite good when, because when we wine wine gums together, that's not a euphemism. You you don't like the red and black ones, do you? And I, I actually do. So different different flavours for different needs. Well, uh, we won't get too much into this, but I will just say this. I am so furious that the makers of wine gums and fruit pastels, they both have versions of them which are just the red and the black. 
Correct. They're the best ones. Now, I cannot, I genuinely, it's like, it's like racism. I genuinely cannot understand how that could be, where people, more people prefer them enough so that they create a whole packet of them. Literally, I couldn't think of anything worse. I would never eat a packet of them. I always, any packet of wine gums, I get, I open it, I eat all the red, then I eat all the black to get them out of the way. Oh. I don't, when I put my hand in and I don't have to look, I know it's going to be a green, a yellow or an orange and I'm safe. Uh, so. But who looks at a green one and goes, yes, I, I don't even know what that flavour is. What's your favourite wine gum at home? What's your favourite flavour of wine gum at home? Email in, spinnerspodcast at gmail.com. Actually, yeah. I might I might put that out as a Twitter poll, genuinely, like because people you can divide. I, I in my life I've met people who love the red and the black, but I've never met someone who say I've met people who love what I love, but I've never met someone who said they love the red and the yellow, or they love the red and the green, or the black and the orange. It's always these two camps: red and black, yellow, green, orange. So and I, I would actually be interested in who likes what. But anyway, let's not get into all that now. Oh, no, because we're actually, we're actually pressed for time today as well. <laughs> we're talking about wine gums. Um, let's get into it. Now, Miles, you probably have a little thing written down. That's I absolutely do. Copy and pasted from, from Pilkopedia. This week we discuss episode 35. Originally broadcast on the 19th of April 2003, a different time. Claire Sturges is stepping in for Carl, who is on holiday with Suzanne's parents in Madeira. And Steve has been ill this week. I'll put a link to the original show in the description of this podcast alongside all of the ways that you can get in contact with us. So do feel free to listen. And when you're ready, come back to us. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, it's as if they, they sort of... <laughs> <laughs> um, so coming up, we have favourite quotes we'll have a sort of a discussion of the episode in general we've got xfm in the community which is where we go for your feedback each week um some weeks it's pretty thin not Honestly. my feedback but the, the, their feed, your, your feedback's great but just have more of it please we want more feedback yeah absolutely um we've got our little thing where we i can't even remember what it's called where we put our song into the thing i need to get my the xfm uh, uh the, the detroit spinners vault um so we've got all that coming up we've got a break coming up we're going to have a break <laughs> uh, that's coming up so look forward to that um but before we sort of dive into this episode we've got a bit of podcast news we're not going to spend too long on it but basically we're we're now on patreon so you can subscribe um to become a patreon of ours and we've got two already. Yeah, we we just thought, you know, we obviously other creators we've seen gone on there, and we will be putting out additional material that that isn't available normally for our sexy patrons. material. So, for example, well, it will involve actually they involve <laughs> video clips of us, so you can see what we looks like. Uh, they won't be together at first because we we're not allowed to meet because it's lockdown and that. But we will put out other podcasts and we'll put up little video clips and things of that as well. So yeah, if, that, if that's not worth four pounds of your money, I don't know what is. <laughs> and we've already got two Patreons who yeah, have kindly done. donated to us. So we've got Peter Emanuelson. Oh, and that's we've a, Peter Emanuelson. Yeah, it's interesting. It? And Daisy Elizabeth, who is a DTRT of the show. <laughs> and we're basically, I think we're going to call it, uh, these are still ongoing discussions, of course, but we're going to call it like his little legs, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, because I, I'm actually sad whenever I think about his little legs, because there was a few names for the podcast that we could have gone with. And I came up with his little legs just after we 
done we'd agreed on what it was going to be and we got some artwork done and things like that so i always regret that we didn't call the main podcast his little legs it's very start it's easier for people to type in to google or find you know it's spell you know. seo is it d is it the letter d is it d it's d trout spinners you're not getting a totally different show it's not radically different but you're getting something extra and different um and we will brand that as his little legs although it's you know it's, it's effectively the same as what we're doing now we think do of, di- think of the detrout spinners like a bland bit of toast and his little legs is like with a little bit of a tiny smattering of, of butter and maybe just a whiff of marmite think of think of it as detrout spinners is moldy bread like malt really the bread is moldy so really disgusting yeah and um his little legs will be that moldy bread but with a little bit of peanut butter on <laughs> So, I like that. That sounds, yeah. ed- that sounds a totally ed- experience for Actually, everyone involved. We- <laughs> so moving on to the episode, because that's what everyone's yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gary, what are your initial thoughts of episode 35, the last one of Claire Sturges? Well, as I've kind of given a bit away a bit um, how much I like it. I do. I, I like it a lot. Um, it's not, it's never going to be, I don't think this episode is going to be in anyone's list of classics. No, but it's a it's certainly better than the worst of the episode. Even the worst ones, I still like. I still find humour in them, so I like all of them. But it's it's nowhere near the bottom. It's kind of in the middle, and um, it's it's interesting. We've talked about this before, and this is the last time we'll we'll get to a Claire episode. So, um, unless she comes on with us, which oh, is, uh, doubtful. She hasn't replied to any of my messages yet. No, no, I'm still hoping. She, but we didn't reply for a while, so we anyway. Um, Steve seems more eager. Ricky's kind. Of, they just seem generally more relaxed. And for this particular episode, I did notice, especially at the beginning, they basically. This isn't a dig on Carl at all. We love Carl. I, you know, Carl is the reason why these things are, are classic and timeless. But Carl, they sound. They just sound generally happier. They, if you listen, listen, listen back, you might think, oh, well, do, do they, you know, they just sound happier. And I think it's because even for Ricky, who's like a comedy genius and kind of gets something from antagonizing Carl, it takes a bit of effort and takes it out of you to antagonize. And, you know, even though he laughs a lot at what he causes Carl to say and do and things, he it takes away like it's 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 a pain and an effort i'm sure partly now i know he loves it and i know he he does like the antagonism but it's just like if you always had claire you get bored of claire but it's just like they come into studios and they're they sort of they can sit down and just relax they're not always trying to think of some way that they can antagonize carl and it's just i it's noticeable to me anyway that they seem happier on on the episode it's not it doesn't mean it's a a better episode for it or a worse episode for it but it's just something that i noticed that they did seem happier and yeah and in general um it's got some classic quotes um i do like the innovations catalog talk I've that's got, probably one of my favorites as well got a feature <laughs> i'll do that in a minute no, uh, yeah it's it's in general it's 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 a middling episode it's it's not bad um, but uh, as as ever claire does a great job you know she's not there to perform the role of Carl yeah. no one could perform the role of Carl she has a very good balance I think between producing and not talking too much or too little you know she she kind of gets it and 
it's always nice to have a laugh because you get Ricky's laugh a lot. And it's just it's just nice. I've noticed this when you're listening to audio to have a laugh, even if something is funny, if so, no one's laughing, you don't laugh as much. Whereas if someone laughs, like this is a duo who I listen to, Hawksby and Jacobs, Andy Jacobs laughs all the time. It makes it funnier. So Claire laughing kind of makes it. It's it, true. It kind of gives you a little prompt laugh. to. Yeah, it's not like oh. No, I know it's not like a laughter track. A laugh, no. No, but it, it's just like a. It's just empathetic. Laughter is very contagious and infectious, and yeah, it's just nice to hear her laugh. So yeah, that's my original thoughts, and I I I get that from our we've we talked a little bit about this episode off air, and you you didn't you, you're not a, a big fan of it. Is I that don't right? think it's like my. I don't think it ranks up there of my my favorite claire episodes there's things i do like obviously like the innovations catalog when he's scary uh, well. do, do you want to go to this a yes b no yeah <laughs> i love stuff like that. And, um, yeah. but there's there's three sort of particular milestones or anniversaries that i kind of wanted to mention like the reason why they're happy is they've just won a bafta and now it's three baftas for the office isn't it no it's four four okay oh yeah but, but hang on. yeah that that is part of it but i do i genuinely don't think that they have like residual kind of happiness that's uh, like I, I think they're a bit, a bit more upbeat but they kind of take it in their stride by that point it's still new to them winning awards but it wasn't like i don't think i don't think that i think i genuinely think yeah, but Carl, you would be pretty pumped though wouldn't yeah you? of course i think they're more pumped up they're they're happier that they won but i think if carl would sat in on this episode you wouldn't have had that extra burst of happiness that they no. i like it when they do talk about the, the suit the infamous white suit that he wears to, to, to the I, I, I assume there's someone in that show that says there is. did you not know that no, no, program? I mean, i've never watched it it was like basically it was like a rip-off of um no i think fort boyard was trying to be that that's oh, what really yeah yeah, yeah 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 with uh, leslie leslie was Dwarf in, uh, in Fort Boyard, didn't they? The little fella who, um, a little yeah. South Rover. <laughs> little, yeah. Yeah. And that was, do you know what that, do you know what that reminded me of? Well, I went to Sharmel Shake with my ex-girlfriend and, um, I, I've not seen that many dwarves. Is this true? Or is this, this absolutely true? And we were having some drinks outside by the pool and then they said, oh, do you want to get a shisha? I was like, all right. I, I love a shisha. So well, you wouldn't know how to you wouldn't know what to do with a shisha. Yeah, they, they light it for you. And um, it was just really weird because that we ordered one and little dwarf fella. Hang on a minute. How have what? you never told this story before? Like, I'm not saying it's the best, best story in Why the world, but it's so that? relevant. Like you went to Egypt, which was where, near, very near to I think it was Tunisia where he went with the dwarfs in the kitchen. You have a dwarf Turkey, story about going on holiday with his girlfriend in Egypt. Yeah. And you, and you haven't told it yet. But well, it was weird because he had um he was sort of like walking over with it, but it was it's huge. Ashisha's huge, and uh, it was it was just very strange. Are you sure he wasn't like nine? No, <laughs> no, I could tell. He was a really nice bloke. Uh, we didn't we didn't talk or remain pen pals, but um I I, I respected him for for the job he performed. <laughs> You're not, you're not on trial. No, <laughs> but that was that was weird. So yeah, no, I, I liked, I, I love that bit where he's going to play. But yeah, the white suit because that's what he wears for um animals, isn't it? When he does the uh, spoof of um, he mentions it as well, the Michael yeah, Jackson. And also, and also the first outing of the white suit. Oh, in the office. The photo shoot in the yeah. office. And they, when he's like, the all, all the best, yeah. David Brent. I think did I get you a card with an or no, a mug you, you, on you, or something? 
It was a uh, no. You oh. did the card said that, didn't it? I think the, didn't the mug have it on? But anyway, like yeah, it's uh, that's the first outing of the white suit. There's something like we we talk about Zarians and things like that, and wearing a white suit is very ostentatious and kind of it, it can come across arrogant. But that's no, no. problem. I no problem. He's whatsoever. not Usher, is he? <laughs> I think he's he's doing it knowingly. Like he's doing it. I think he is wearing that suit ironically because he kind yeah. of knows how ridiculous it is. But all at the same time, partly because he likes it and he 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 kind of big. You would, though. I think it was that time, though, because I remember Jonathan Ross on the telly when his, like, mental suits, like, and yeah. it was like that. They did. Another sort of point that I wanted to raise is, you know, on the 11th of November, when we were meant to record this podcast, mm-hmm. it was 19 years um, since uh, Ricky, Stephen Carl hosted their first show on XFM. That's the series one, the very first episode where the three of them came together, at least in reported history. Oh, really? No, that will connect as well. That's just kind of right, isn't it? So this is a big, uh, big, what are you going to celebrate? How are you going to do it? I love the fact that it's it's the most sacred anniversary. It's like Remembrance Sunday. Well, it's Remembrance Day. It's not always Sunday. (laughs) And it's like, you know, that is the the anniversary of the, the ending of war and, you know, but you're like, oh, the 11th of November. What would you wear if, if we did commemorate that day? What would you wear instead of a poppy? What, for, for the Ricky like and Steve? A bit of orange peel? What, like, or like yeah, a... maybe an or- just an orange like circle. <laughs> I don't know. An orange wine gum. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back to school. And some little, a little, a little old fella go, go, 20 years today. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, that no one listens to except some band of weird people. people. on Reddit threads. Yeah. Another Don't reason. Talk about our audience and, and me like that. No. <laughs> you wear socks, it's okay. Um, Des O'Connor. Today. You're not today. Yeah, Des I know. O'Connor. I Big know. news for um, a toast to Des O'Connor. Yeah. Des O'Connor, Des, I was listening to Des on a different show, like uh, the warm-up with Johnny Vaughan, which, which aired like about five or six years ago, and just a very similar dynamic to the Ricky Gervais show on XFM, and uh, Des O'Connor was one of their guests, and they played his song, and they, he was so good on that interview, He re- and bear in mind, he was like o- over 80 then, he was so sharp and good, and he people take the piss out of him. And, you know, he, he took the piss out of himself, but it is a loss and, yeah, sadly, will be missed. Oh, this reminds me of my favourite Rockbuster clue. That German man has just seen a tree fall on a woman. D.O. Des O'Connor. Des O'Connor? Des O'Connor. Des, there, there's oak on her. She just oh, seen a tree fall on a woman. We put that out before, yeah. I yeah, God. I wish I'd thought of that. I had that. My, you know, my big, uh, my mum's big claim to fame with Des O'Connor is uh, he told her to fuck off once. What? <laughs> Hang on, because your mum's claim to fame with Stuart Lee is that it's very similar. To oh that. yeah, no Stuart. I'm yeah, Stuart Lee called my mum a fat Ipswich cunt, yeah, <laughs> which is um, nice. That was when she was walking to the bathroom during one of his sets. Pissing off should... celebrities with Jane Cornell. <laughs> oh, I love that. And she bought a Chaz and Dave a pint. I love it. So she's got, she's in with the celebs. There's a lot of chat on... Um, yeah, obviously, should we talk about innovations? Because this, I think that's probably... Yeah, I had a little... Like, I've, well, I, uh, innovations closed down. They were kind of talking about it, I think. It wasn't, like, just random. And I just... It's not... This is as much as you're ever going to get from a feature. Gary's feature. Oh, oh, it must be a leap. <laughs> mm. uh, 
17 majestically useless items from the innovations catalog so it's during the 80s and 90s the innovations catalog sold a vision for the futures as lived through gimmicky inventions um so they've just got some here okay a personal astrologer what's that key in your birth details and today's date then scroll through your personal reading on the two-line lcd screen it's obviously before like phones and that yeah uh, a levitating pen these are all genuine ones that they sell. Yeah. Handheld fishing simulator. Actually, I quite like that. Well, it'd be good now, wouldn't it? If you can't leave the house. Yeah. A zippable tie. Spider scoop. That's so really useful. Is it? It's, that's a useful invention. Bath aerobics. A safe new exercise routine that you can do comfort and privacy in your own bathtub. In your bath. Bath aerobics pack consists of 10 double-sided waterproof cards, a display stand which sticks to the rim of the bath, and rubber sucker and full instruction booklet. I wouldn't do any any exercise in the bath from fear of well, death. It's, except is washing your hair an exercise? Yeah, I'll count that. Me. I'll do that. <laughs> a phone in the shape of a frog. Changing. Oh, no, <laughs> we we actually did have in the nineties. My mum bought you know the come 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 the phone. Yeah. We had one of them. Oh, I think we had one of them. Yeah, yeah. they were good. Did you have the frog that you? It was like a frog or something, wasn't it? What am I thinking of? No, like, this was a karma, karma. No, no, there's something else. Oh, right, like, something you else. pressed it. No, but you're similar. You mean just crazy frog. No, no, but it's similar. Was it a frog? It might have been a a woman. I can't remember. It was it was something like attached to a, and you pressed it, and everyone had. Oh. It. Like such oh a no! Good... Do you mean like Billy Big Mouth the fish? Yeah, that's one of the things. Yeah, that's... yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Yeah, actually, this. Can we get some this, more batteries for Billy Bigman. <laughs> Billy, yeah, they all, yeah. Now using them in the remote control. <laughs> um, this one, actually, God knows how they got away with selling this, but I could genuinely do with one of these. It helps to realign your big toe on either foot to correct position. How out of how out of shape are your toes? Well, mine is not actually. Don't the get them out. I don't want to see. No, I'm not going to get. I'm not going to because I know you'll recoil in horror. <laughs> Just look at myself. My, my big toe's fine. My second toe, which is the longest one is that's crooked then the rest are okay so it's, what, what about your toes listeners at home email in um the deeds to an acre on the moon which we talked about carl bought didn't he that's yeah you can name stars as well can't you yeah i think you can i don't know that was just a few things that the innovations catalog sold uh that's my feature and i, I won't be doing another one to since until the next years later (laughs) i do like there's a there's a funny bit that's kind of related to sars when it's a great steve line where he says oh well that's that's very relevant it's a couple of guys from banzai which is that was was like that was like coronavirus it was absolutely nothing yeah for comparison it's mad isn't it it became a big thing and a few people got it but compared with what we have now you know like SARS, you, you know, it originated in China. Steve was worried about brushing up against Chinese people. That's as far as it got. Like now, it's not. It's nothing to do with Chinese people. It's just, it's fully. It's everyone. It's, it's unless you're Donald Trump. Well, no, it's, I still came from China. You can acknowledge that. But you, what I'm saying is, it's nothing. Like you wouldn't avoid a Chinese person now more than you would avoid anyone else because. Well, yeah, Miles just made a look. Like you <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, I'm joking. Yeah, uh, no racist. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it is interesting to hear SARS kind of talked about, like how it nearly became this big thing. And you remember it by hearing Steve talk like that, but how completely different it was. It just it just went away. No one was, yeah. I was never worried about SARS. No one's ever worried about SARS. Oh, really? I remember hearing about it. 
Yeah, but you were quite young. You were well, just a child. Yeah, I'm saying so you wouldn't. Now, coronavirus is kind of it's everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, that's an interesting point. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and like, like, because this this is kind of ch- tied to the the chat about the hypochondria, Ricky's hypochondria, which does which does amuse me because I can so relate to him. They talk about going to office, um, going to waiting rooms in in I, a, I can relate. In an accident I, and emergency. I've had I, my testicles checked at least four times by four separate doctors. Now, I haven't come along with him like Ricky does, no. Steve does with Ricky, but I have had like hour long phone calls with him. Oh, it's horrible. After those, those Zooms. No, so I've been prodded and poked and touched in I, places. Cause oh, I hate having them examined. Like I hate, I'm so sensitive. It's all right after a while. I, and I don't think guys should, guys always feel oh, really no, embarrassed about I it. Wanna, I don't want to like put something out that stops guys going to, I'm just saying, no, I, I, know, I, I know. it's absolutely fine, fine and necessary, but um, yeah, Mars is a hypochondriac. So having them felt four times is probably a bit too much. If you've never had them felt by a doctor, that's <laughs> well, not the, the worst. The worst time was when I went to have, I had stitches in my finger and I was having them taken off. That was because I was cutting a lemon. <laughs> it was a particularly tough skin of a lemon and I cut my finger out. It was quite funny because my, my thumb was, was bleeding. We're going to write a sitcom about it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be Maybe. good. And I was, sta- I was sitting in the emergency uh, doctor's room, in the waiting room, and I had my thumb up like that, as if I was you know, doing a thumb up. Yeah. <laughs> and whilst it was like bleeding down my hand, and then some someone next to me went, you should get that seen to, mate. And I was like, do you reckon? Do you, well, do you, do you reckon? Yeah. Anyway, so when I had the stitches removed a bit later, it was a different doctor to the one I'd seen, a big burly bloke doctor. And I was like, um oh cheers for that um and I had a bit of a niggle downstairs and I was thinking okay I've got to take my opportunity when I can get it and I said do you mind um just I've got a bit of a concern can can you just have a little feel now and he's like we don't we don't really do that here yeah. and I was like I'm at the doctor's don't you know and he's like Oh, go on and get him out. Like, get... Did you ask him on a date afterwards? <laughs> I hope really you did. Weird. Did you ask him on a date afterwards? <laughs> I hope you did. I had them felt once and uh, there was a lump and it wasn't something they could dismiss. And it, they said, OK, so there is something there. These things generally turn out to be fine, but I need to send you to a specialist in London. And it was a few, it was like a month wait. Like you would have really? melted down during that way. Oh. Look, I, I, oh, I okay. did, but... Yeah, get get yourself checked. For God's sake. So, so yeah, I mean, it's it's a good show. I think there, there was interesting parts to it. Um, Steve says, I'm free for the next eight years. Probably in real life. It probably was about eight years until Louise Steve Woodward. Goes. No, he's got a girlfriend. Oh, yeah, Louise Woodward chat is always on. Oh, do, you, I, do you remember Louise Woodward trial? I, I remember know, she it. Would, so she would crazy. do it again, wouldn't she? Uh, she is very, very hard hard done by. But, yeah, that was it. I liked hearing them talk about Louise Woodward. Yeah, so we'll come. We'll have our favourite quotes in a moment. Any more um, like parts of the episode you want to talk hmm. about? Ricky, Ricky going away to holiday camps. I enjoyed that yeah. chat. The, I've the, just you know what he says, David Copperfield, not the magician. Not he went off. My he favourite quote. <laughs> <laughs> ruined it. Um, 
Well, I was just saying, can you imagine Ricky at Butlins ever before no. his face that's forced to go? Like, how much it takes. But they do. That does bring back bring back those childhoods. Because Butlins, we we yeah. went to those. Not yeah. Butlins. We went to like Haven Holidays and um. Pontins was the other one. Yeah, Pontins in like a Norfolk, North Norfolk, and it is just they're so bizarre. I remember that was the first time I had um. I was quite. I was a bit of a loser. I don't know if that's any right. Did I come across? I, I think that's yeah. And uh, that was the first time I wore deodorant going to a caravan. I thought, this is going to make the girls melt, baby. Just because I. Like when Ricky wore a leather jacket on the beach. Yeah, it was. They are all looking at me. It was like, it's your first time wearing Lynx Africa, and you think. How old were you? Oh, God, it would have been like. Say eight or nine, don't say. Oh, God, no. It'll be about like 11, 12, 13, that sort of period. Well, you're kind of. You're like, oh my god, I'm I'm sex on legs, like those old those old links adverts. You genuinely believed that, you know, like oh, I, I women run at you. I never did. I never thought you like never that. Never did. No, no, I was a bit I of a mean, trophy, I, like, <laughs> I, I thought, you know, I'll I'll take what I can get. Like, but no, it's that sort of age, 11, 12, where you start getting deodorant as a present, and it because it's like you yeah. do start to sweat more, <laughs> I guess, than when you're like eight or nine. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, um, pon- Pontins and Butlins, we went to numerous times as a child, and uh, I have generally only bad memories. <laughs> I, I can't I, imagine it's just horrible. You would not enjoy that as well, because you, with your head like you have now, it's like the worst of group competitions. Taking group discussions all the time, but yeah, I just but don't. This is not, not, not going to want to talk about fucking methodology of Swedish wind turbines are they no, Danish actually um and if you want to hear more about that become a Patreon and I'll talk <laughs> about it but you know it's uh I didn't particularly like those times for for various reasons but I did quite I do remember having fond memories of the kind of spray ski as Steve talked about yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, because yeah. I do remember you'd get them all and you'd he'd be up dancing and even I I am no, I don't think they do that. But they do Kylie and, you yeah. know, and it was kind of, I do remember <laughs> they were quite fun. But... I tell you what, I would love to see you dance to Wigfield Saturday night. <laughs> you you <laughs> never will. Actually, actually, if we get, let's say, should we say, I think well, maybe we could say this, like every 10 Patreons we get, or, <laughs> or let's, say, let's say we got to a certain number, whatever that number that is, probably three at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> And we would dance to, I would, I would feel myself dancing to Wigfield. We could do something like that. But anyway, I would do the Macarena for, for money. <laughs> I don't think people want to see me humiliate myself. No, no, they I don't. don't. What but they do want, what people do want is a lovely little break. Breaks. We've had yeah. a break. We had a break. Yeah, but you, you started talking again. Yeah, but we. Oh, okay, cool. Can we do, I tell, okay, I'll tell you what people do want to hear about is our favourite quotes. Yeah. Um, absolutely. You, you know, all that we just did was on yeah. air stuff. No, I know. I know. Yeah. I am not doing that. For, I wonder. For I wonder because you didn't formally say that, and we're back from a break. So I was. I was oh no! I just. I realised what you were doing. Yeah. No. As soon as I started talking, I. No, just, that's cool. That's fine. Yeah, we, the, we've had this problem before. Like, Miles has talked for about a minute and a half, just <laughs> talking, and I've been talking with him, and I have no had no idea we were on air. Like, he, I know. He's like, so anyway, it's a, uh, the it's two competent people, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> podcasting. Um, do, you, do you feel do you feel like you, you can trust your money with us? 
yeah, yeah. Please do not give that us money. Was just resting in my account. It's just resting. That's a uh, people won't know, but well, some people will. Father Ted, watch it. Um, okay, do you want to go first? I've got. Sure. Fun. A toast to Des O'Connor. Just said it, but yeah, that's a nice, nice way to start. Nice very, very, um, very, very. Yeah. Um, I've got Des O'Connor one actually. I'm just looking for it. Okay, I won't. I I can't find it. But is your husband a fan? It's just so like yeah. so unacceptable to say that like now. It would be unacceptable. Well, it's funny as well because at the start when they do like that sort of gentle teasing and he goes, and then I go like your freaky goggle like, all right, all right, thanks. all right. Yeah. <laughs> He's started already. Yeah. No, oh, no, it wasn't. Sorry. Not, uh, my next one is a uh, joint effort. Joint but said, said as Ricky, joint effort. effort. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah that's, that's good. Um, what in all? Yeah. <laughs> I love that way it's based on, uh, How many did you... What in all? Like, what like, all no, do you don't want to take it. Don't want to talk about it. What in all? <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> a typical Ricky. I love actually it. did... Um, I want to post something in our related links in our bio. Because I put in Gervais's BAFTA speech, which you can you can watch in full there. Very, very funny. Is it for, is it for surgical stockings? That is Im- impossible to say, like Ricky, but one of my favourite quotes is if st- yeah. you know, I, I'm quite good at doing Ricky impressions but and that's I, hard because the S's are so they're so together and and he's kind of he's going for it but he doesn't know what he's going to say <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it's good way of describing so, um, actually I found my Des O'Connor one it doesn't look like one if you just read it um, I am an anarchist oh that's yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I am an anarchist I am a I'm a Anarchist. Because he does sing sing like anarchist. that. Anarchist. I am an anarchist. I love Ricky's impression. Oh, uh, this one. Old woman with a scolding. I've got that. Yes. I've got that. And actually, my next one, David Copperfield, not the magician. The magician. We've already done. That's fantastic. I don't like Spike Lee. I'm a racist. I've got that. No, I had E. I don't like Spike Lee. I'm a racist. You got to add the E. Like, yeah. It? Does that in series zero? These these sort of flippant comp- um, competitions with no <laughs> real answer. Where he just goes. Yeah. The, the question is this: Do you Do want you to want go? go? A, yes. yes. B. No. Now, actually, it's probably regulated quite strongly now. So it you wasn't. wasn't allowed to do... No, not then it wasn't. No, oh, no, no, no. There was, there was um, a scandal involving Ant and Deck. It wasn't a terrible scandal, but oh, it was quite a scandal. And every competition has to be regulated. So that's why I'm always conscious of so saying we'll give away... A, no, a, yeah, I know. So, anyway, well, I'll tell you that, actually, well, now I'm a celebrity is back on, we should put in our links a link to Nob at Night when Carl's talking about having a bit of rice. Nob at Night, morning, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. a very, very true point. You wouldn't want to eat a knob on an empty stomach in the morning. No, no, you, you need some That's what your mum said before the divorce, isn't it? Mum, 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 <laughs> mum rarely, rarely will tuck into that particular dish. Um, yeah, we actually discussed the animation of yeah. that particular, that all, well, not award-winning, but award-nominated animation of that with Lisa, what's her name, Lisa? Lisa Ullman. Lisa Ullman. Um, check out that interview. It's about four or five weeks ago now. Um, my next one is, no, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. Steve from Steve. Oh, yeah, when you saw it, you'd rather sell burgers than records. No, you didn't. Yeah, I run that porcelain piece of shit. Porcelain piece of shit. Now I've got some more quotes, but they're all related to the exact same. Have you have you got any more? I've got one more. Okay, there's okay, one. Go you go on your little run. You can sit down, Tony. You can. You can. 
you can't I nearly had totally one. this is what I mean like with these episodes you know they're good and bad but you'll always get at least 10 quotes from them yeah yeah even the ones we haven't liked that much there's been at least 10 and all of those quotes not not out loud with me but they make you laugh or me at my laugh, which is going like my lip slightly curled <laughs> up um, will you do your little bit because i want to hear this strictly limited to 9500 yeah and then i love uh, i uh, i i patsy had another one that i delivered but why did we wait? Why did we wait? Uh, the way he says it as well, he's kind of talking in that. What are you room. saying? What are you trying to say? Exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Sorry. say, it. and then I, I, I was kind of, I stopped myself. Just kind of say, the way he's saying it is why this is funny. This, why did, why did we waste time with the show? Shouldn't I pull in? Like, why did, like to, they've only got nine. Oh, he's like it is strictly limited to nine thousand five hundred, and then they get on gums, and then it, Ricky goes. Well, why did we waste time with the show? Shouldn't I have been calling? Like, I'm not going to yeah. get it now. I don't, you don't know that. Oh, that's weird. Oh. Um, you should check out the uh, D Trout Spinners. They're a kind of a show about the Rick Gervais show. And you'll learn. I like it. I, no, I don't actually. <laughs> call uh, your family and tell them it's a girl. Call your, call your, call your, yes, absolutely. Call your family and tell them it's a girl. If I, if I look at it, because if I look at 140 because i think it should, it should be. be yeah that's great that's it's great. not well is it 94 or something like yeah it's four no i'm 40 sure pounds. someone will tell us because i think it, no, it's not it's 40 940 because i think it should be and that completes my quotes um thanks everyone thank you for your favorite quotes uh, if you've got any of your own do email us spinnerspodcast at gmail.com or on twitter spinners podcast shall we wrap up the show and do a little bit of xfm in the community yeah, I'd love to hear See what. Us out. I haven't actually heard this because often we share it between us, but I, I don't know what's coming up. This, no. So, looking forward so to this it. is from uh, a new listener called David McGear, and he got in touch with us. Oh, at, I have read this. Sorry. At spinnerspodcast at gmail.com. Now just pretend you're hearing it for the first time. Harry, in season four, have you know? Have you noticed in the Chris Campling episode, Ricky doesn't quite tell the truth about what was said on KP's politics appearance. Ricky claims to have said, remember when we were talking about that in the week? He clearly doesn't say that or words to that effect, although I don't think for one minute the show was scripted. It's just something that I've always noticed. I wonder if you had to. Um, yeah, it's an interesting point. He doesn't quite say that. I mean, certainly on the, the visual, he doesn't say, you know, we were talking about this in the week. He may have meant like before they started recording. Do you remember what we were talking about in the week? Those things, you know, could could we talk about some of that on camera? But yeah, you're right. It, it, with, with all these anecdotal things with everyone, not just Ricky, to be fair, the, you your mind works like so. No one tells an anecdote exactly how something happens. No, like, it just they're just kind. Of, so I don't, I don't I don't blame him for that. And it sounds like you, you know you're not kind of blaming him either. But I do agree with you. It it wasn't quite the same um, as what he said on camera. But I I think he might have meant off camera there. But anyway, I just love how obsessive people get when you've been listening to them so much. Yeah. You like you get so into it. It's it's fascinating. Thank God. They got, we got that like oh, that's we got audience of six and upwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so he continues, uh, oh. this is Dave, David. I'm so glad I came across your, your show, Serendipously. Oh, Serendipously? Serendipous. Did I say that right? 
<laughs> worst words according to rg i was actually listening to the show and he does say that via a closed facebook group it's absolutely superb having been a fan for over 14 years of rsk this podcast is fascinating hearing an analytical take on the shows thank you i think both of you are funny blokes and actually enjoy listening to the two of you which is a very that's a nice bonus keep up the great work p.s have you ever considered doing rsk xfm as a mastermind i think i'd win yours sincerely david mcgear from aloha scotland aloha aloha yeah oh thank you david that's very kind of you and uh you are absolutely mental to to (laughs) like listening to us to think we're funny folks um but no we really i really appreciate it and it sounds like you're kind of you you're one of the similar people to us and that's that's who we kind of have as an audience generally and it's just lovely to hear i mean he said 14 years i think that's the longest out of any fan i think so about how long they've been there may be people listening who like the shows for longer but 14 years strange time to start because they weren't really posted or maybe they were like anywhere like so there's this period but where after the shows the actual radio shows has happened but before the internet became big enough to kind of have yeah, things so where would you have listened like, to them like yeah, it must so 14 years we're talking 2006 maybe because the podcast came out their actual podcast around then yeah posting the radio shows as well on places so that would be interesting actually like yeah how how did you listen to that? Mind you, there would have been mixtapes, CDs, people you can record off radio back then as well. Yeah, but people can't. You can't. It's just, it's just like going giving it to one person. But I want to know who. Do you know what I do want to know? Who first like put them online? Because yeah. presumably, like, where are these recordings held? Because it's not just like one or two recordings. There's literally the whole thing. So either Carl released them or XFM must have released them or, as like no. MP3 or no. Or, yeah, that, no, that could could be could well have. Uh, been the case but or and you do get people who do this you, you do because i i've i've known people to kind of be obsessive about this someone a fan might have recorded every yeah single, might might have it's unlikely but you must have really enjoyed the first one and then sat well, yeah. every saturday yeah i know um but then the thing is they they did go out with the music originally before someone cut the and i know for a fact that you can buy like best of ones on yeah a, well that's like, as they're endorsed by ricky i think they're they're like yeah. ones. so probably it was xfm that had them recorded but let's ask uh david um so david how did you kind of start first start listening to the shows what what through what medium uh we'd be interested to hear um but again thank you very much for your email and we've got lots of other the correspondence from twitter but i think we've we've got to sort of wrap up the show now yeah mine's got a meeting i have got a meeting i'm really sorry guys i would love to sit no, here okay. and chat all day but i can't no, you, no, you, um, no, thank you, you. No, you, no you didn't no you didn't uh thank you so much everyone for listening and uh, thank you david or not this week we don't have time let's not do it okay just, know, just, just quickly on one word one word what's your song my song this week uh oh god actually this is a good one so this is the detroit spinners library this is a every week gary and i select a song and um and um, we, we put it into our Spotify playlist. I'll put a link no, to the bio. Not necessary. Not necessary. And you can listen to all of our songs, our musical recommendations, songs that we a song that I like. Uh, my song that I like is uh oh this is a bit emotional one and don't oh, I'm emotional too. Well, mine's it's from Leia Salonga and it's uh she's like this um singer who sang for Disney. 
and it's on my own from the musical Les Miserables. On my own, I do. I don't know how it goes. It's, it's the Bill character. Is... It's the most. It's the fictitious character that I relate to the most in that musical and in me in popular culture generally. In generally, and I relate it's to my in... drunk song that I sing um, when I've had a few pints and I'm walking home. I pretend I'm that character, and I just walk along the pavement, looking down at my feet, and sing. Sometimes in my head and sometimes out loud. I pretend. Quite embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I, t- I I pretend I'm. Who do I pretend I'm? I pretend I'm Alan Shearer. Anyway, oh let's not get to that. But um, mine was and uh, not because you picked that. I swear I was going to pick this anyway. It's a sim. It's not similar, but you'll see. You'll understand why. It's not a million miles away. It's time to say goodbye, which you don't like. I know we discussed this before. Oh, from Andrea Bocelli. Uh, by Andrea Bocelli well, and yeah, like uh, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Putman. You you have said you didn't have like. I, it. I think it's because my mum used to listen to it and like constantly. I played it on the um on our old radio show and it probably wasn't appropriate for that, but that's what you want from it. This is an upbeat show. Anyway, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. We'll be back next week and please, you know, join us on Patreon on our journey. Three pounds. Do join. That would be so nice. Or if you if you don't want to do that, do get in touch with us. We always like hearing. If you don't want to do you. that, you can fuck off. I don't want to know. <laughs> Spinners podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter, Spinners Podcast. Cheers, guys, and we'll see you soon. Thanks.